0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, folks. Time is currently 0016 Central Standard Time at the time of recording. This is Josh's Thoughts Podcast, starring the rando who decided to throw his thoughts into the void. That is the internet that will never be deleted and always be saved on someone's really weird hard drive. This is... The podcast that you're tuning into all right today we are going to be launching this pilot episode out hopefully you guys like that intro hey give me a shout out you know throw it throw it in the email whatever you're sending me throw the text message if you know what song that is and where it's from who made it what year hey maybe you'll get absolutely nothing except for maybe a shout out on this podcast that it'll only get four average yearly visit uh, visitors listeners anyway so Pretty much, this podcast is opened up for uh, anybody who is willing to listen. Um, just about the thoughts and uh, why, why, why we choose to live a life that we live. Um, really, just to help myself get some, um, let some steam off, and not um, punch a monitor or whatever. And hopefully, give myself some more accountability of what I'm doing in my life. Um, so, a little bit about me. I'm currently 18 years old, living in Nebraska, and I have enlisted in the Army reserves um, and I will be hopefully partaking in some um, volunteer deployments um, pretty soon within the next three months and hopefully um, continuing to uh, just reach out and influence other people and uh, teach teach uh, new followers the gospel and um, be just a a light a beacon of light into this uh, dark and fallen world. Um, that's uh, that's my ultimate purpose in life, is to be a servant unto God and servant unto others. And I hope by uh, making this podcast, I can be uh, more accountable, um, not only to myself, but to others that I tell myself that I'm doing these things, and uh, just to show others that uh, that you're not alone. Um, a lot of people, because of these uh, past two years, I'd say, um, have been uh, left out, left alone, and uh, I just wanted to tell you that you're not. I'm here, other people are here, people around you in your community are here. It just, uh, people like to shell up in this uh, new day and age in this society, and they don't like to um, come out of that shell, and they give you a fake version of what um, what they want you to see, and uh, just uh, be persistent, um, be loving of those, and uh, just and more importantly, just, just love God. Once you love God, everything else just takes takes care of it so much more. It's uh it's an awesome thing to feel. It's an awesome thing to see in your in your in your in your eyes, in your world, in your perception of how you how you view everything because it it completely not only changes it, but it changes it for the better. It is so positive and great and just outreaching. It really is. But yeah, anyways, that's uh that's more about that. Um. So, I've been one of the, one of the first topics I want to talk about is um. My uh, physical training regimen. Um, so I've been starting to work out um, more consistently over the past couple of weeks. Um, the first the first two weeks I came back from my AIT, my basic in AIT, I did not do anything. I pretty much just played video games and ate everything that my mom made me. Yeah, that was pretty much it. And then I was like, wow, this is terrible. So I come out of my shell. And I'm like, okay, I got a bike. I know where a gym is. It's seven and a half miles away, but I I, I could make it. I can make it. So I started I started doing that um, four times a week. My um, bike to the gym, workout. I bike back. About four. It'd be about 15 miles a day, and then on top of whatever workout I had for the day. It was just usually just weightlifting, obviously. Um, normal normal stuff. Just spend an hour and a half in the gym. Just doing regular sets and stuff, um, but over this past week, I've been uh, bumming a ride for my mom since I don't have my car yet. Um, just going to the gym and actually putting in some actual effort. I've been feeling good. Um, my strength gains haven't been there. I mean, but my size has, uh, mostly because I've been um, taking in supplements. Um, not only my, I need to my my dietary my protein amount has been up there. It's been oh, it's been close to the one one. 4150 mark, I'd say um, every day for the past week. And on top of that, I've been—I um, wouldn't say religiously. I'm just saying being consistent with my creatine intake. I know creatine—it's just water, water for your muscles—but I think I think it does make me. It makes me feel better. Um, not only that, it's not—it's not just placebo that I can actually see a visible difference. Now, my uh, my strength gains aren't in vain, and I'm being an actual—I uh, guess. I guess uh, just a follower, not really a follower. I would say I would just say more of a just being more more disciplined in that in that sense and doing doing the right things, keeping the right form, um, and, and doing that sort of stuff. I've also um, these past three days, I think I've been starting to take EAs too, essentially amino acids. Um, all from the same company. Uh, my protein, I take MRE Light and I take uh, Isolation Way from Redcon, and uh, I also take. The creatine monohydrate from Redcon, and then the AAs um, from Redcon as well. Uh, I think they're a really good, really good brand, really, and they uh, serve a lot of really good people. Even though their prices are a little higher, um, I'm okay with that um, because I know that their uh, their team does a lot of good, uh, not only for uh, military service members, but also people that uh, are generally. Um, they're not they're not trying to sham you. Um, I think they're really just trying to help people be in the best image they want to be and um to help people do that and i think it's a great way um one question you might ask is wait why are you doing so much for your self-image if you shouldn't really care about your self-image because you're for god alone well i would um i would say that um working out and making yourself disciplined so that you look good is a godly trait and i would say that because Um, it's not every day that you see, um, a good looking, you know, really fit toned guy. That's like, oh yeah, everybody, you know, trusting God, trusting God. And I feel like that's just really, it's just overlooked in our, you know, in our community as followers of Christ, because, you know, our body, our, our minds our you know, our hearts and our strength, we are all supposed to be focusing on God. Right. And. Yeah, if you say, oh, you're working out. That's not putting your strength or your heart on God. You're you're, you're putting something in front of God. Well, I, I, I use um, working out and physical training as a part of my worship. Um, see that I love my Christ so much that I'm willing to put in an extra effort, an extra, you know, mental, you know, get that mental blockade out of there. I'm willing to push my body as long as I can. And be as fit as I can, so that Christ can challenge me with whatever He wants me to, whether that be mental, spiritual, or physical. And I think that physical, a lot of people start lacking on in that triangle because they're like, okay, I need to be start, I need to start thinking, you know, be, you know, I need to start thinking about um, all these spiritual, these spiritual challenges that are going to be thrown my way. Satan's going to be, Satan's going to be brewing up something, and um, people just forget about the physical part. Um, so when God, you know, when when God says, "Hey, you you got to start, you got to start, you know, doing some I don't know manual labor or something," and you're like, "Hey, I I can't do that." My, you know, it's not just about, um, you know, just keeping yourself, you know, looking better for others. No, it's 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 to look good, and to make sure that hey, it's not it's not me that looks good. It's it's Christ in my heart that looks good. That's that's what makes me that's what makes me good look good. You know, it's it's not it's not about the physical image at all and uh i think a lot of people get tripped up about that because they're like oh wow this person you know doesn't anyways i'm, I'm dragging on too much and then the uh the next part i want to keep accountable other than the gym and working out is uh reading so i've got i've got three three books i want to continue to read and share my thoughts on um, i'm in i would say probably about the middle right now of one and it's saint basil's on the ethics um it was a it was a tripart um originally published in 366 i believe A. D. by saint basil um it is general so on the ethics is paired with on the judgment and on the faith so on the judgment is obviously on the judgment of god and why we um should you know spread the gospel with not only urgency but um to love others to understand why um, the judgment of God is coming and that's just um, is one of the hard truths that sh- uh, saint basil sh- uh, showed with us and uh, it's uh it's tough but um, very wise words that he said um, I'm trying to remember oh yeah he also said that um or he also wrote that um, in response to what was going on in the church right now and I think he summed it up as people and te- teachers and followers of the church at the time, were focused on giving messages that were clearly non-spiritual and non-biblical, and they were clearly taught for their own personal gain rather than for the gain of the glory of God. And, you know, it's really strong. And he basically wrote on the judgment, which is a preface to on the ethics, um, as a response to that. And I thought it was very, very well done. And on the faith is his personal testimony um, to why not only he wrote on the ethics, as well as his personal testimony of life um, in the in the faith and in the mission. So on the ethics as a as a whole, is basically just rules and 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 uh, philosophy as to why we I would say follow, you know follow so closely and to serve a greater being greater than ourselves and he says some really 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 interesting concepts um one of them is i i've been saying this to my friends a lot because it's really just don it's, it's it's really a big it's a heavy hitter for me that so saint basil in his on the ethics he 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 explains quite frequently i'd say he's, he's already explained it probably three or four times and i maybe he's mainly been talking about
1: I would Um, say how our
0: language is never going to develop into something that can accurately describe the wisdom and the love and the grace that God not only provides on a daily basis, but can administer in in like a it just on a daily basis really that's what he was saying and our our development of language not only at the time you know obviously. 1700 years ago but even today he says it's as as if the god breathed scriptures even though it was god breathed god breathed those 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 words into life and their guidelines of what we should should live for today but it's in human, right it's a human flesh wrote it it's in human hands and it's in human words and so we and so saint basil describes it it's as looking through God, like looking to see Christ and what he set out for us, looking through a dimly dark lit mirror. And it was just like, wait, what are you talking about? say, so Are you saying like the God-breathed scriptures, the, you know, the ones that you pray so highly, are they not worth looking at? And he says, no, that's not, a, he says that's not at all what he's trying to say. He's just saying that because we are human, we will never understand the capacity and the infinitude of wisdom that God can provide us. So we must be very disciplined and competent and open in our prayers when we pray. Like so much, you know, we just have to be really, really, really. I guess what would I say? Just, just really attentive. That's what I would say. Attentive while you listen for God to say, Hey, this is what I got you. you know, this is what I got for you and this is how you're gonna do it. Um and of course for the last I would say eight years that I've been conscious, I've not followed um, God to the way that, you know, he, he wanted me to. And um I think a lot of people can also well, like the people that were wearing my shoes that were with me as well, um, can I probably attest to that. Um, just going to church every Sunday, uh, going to a church camp once a year during the summer and having fun and being, you know, revitalized and being on fire for the spirit and for God for, you know, a month or two. And then you kind of just forget about it and get into your routine again. You say, hey, yeah, I'm a follower. You hook up with other followers and have fun and you know, go play basketball and sub. You know, church church sponsored events and even off off church sponsored events, you go talk about Christ some, but really in your heart, nothing's really changed. You you still do the same sins, and you pray about it once in a while and say you repent, but do do you really repent? And I, when I was in that in those shoes, you know, up until maybe a few weeks ago, I would say no, I my heart wouldn't really repent. And that's, that's a really hard thing to say. It's, it's like, what if, you know, what if, what if Christ, you know, wanted to come down that day uh, on white, you know, on his, on his, on his white stallion with his angel armies getting ready to, to slay the one that is wicked. And the one that was wicked in that moment was me. You know, it's, it, it came to a point, I think in my life that I didn't even need temptation anymore it was just a part of life right see like wh- now I, I i'm tempted to do the wrong things right i'm tempted to lash out in anger i'm tempted to um have lust and, and and physical interaction you know with females or whatever and that's a temptation right but before that that was just normal right that was normal but that was a normal life and i didn't think anything of it that's, that's, that's awful, that's terrible, that's absolutely, that's not the way that we should, um, as Christ followers, live, and I saw the complete wrong of that, and uh, I turned away, and I hope to stay turned away, um, because Christ's love is just, it's just too much, it's too much for one person to handle, and I don't understand why Christ would do that for us, ever i just don't understand but he he has a greater knowledge a greater forbearing a greater he has a higher i would say let's put it let's put it in nerd video game terms his render distance on minecraft is set up all the way to infinity chunks he can see that far ahead as to why he did it and we have ours set to zero We, we can't see even in front of us we're so we're so blind to that fact i think it's it's crazy um Anyways, let me stop blabbing on out. So, obviously, not only working out, but also um, reading St. Basil's. Oh, yeah, the other two books, I w- um, one of them, I have one right here, uh, is the Catechetical, Catechetical Discourse by St. Gregory. And catechists are Catholic teachers or teachers of the church back in the day. And he was also, I think St. Gregory of Nyssa and St. Basil were brothers. It's weird. So, so I know Saint Basil had a brother named Saint Gregory, and he was also a saint, right? But I don't know if it's the right one. I, I think they were okay. But anyways, and then my last book, well, it's a it's a two part because they they're pretty thick books. Um, by Father uh, Josef Jungmann, Jungmann, Uh, he's Austrian, so I don't know how to pronounce it in there, um, in their Austrian, you know, Germanic language. Um, but it's the Mass of the Roman Rite, and that's basically just the uh, history of the roman liturgy and the traditional catholic mass um i think that's very important um, um I'm, I'm saying i'm a catholic i'm not saying i'm a baptist i was raised southern baptist um i just um have thought about it a lot and there was only one church back in the day that was the i mean they call it the catholic church but it was just the church of christ you know like not no, i mean i'm saying like church of christ but i'm saying it's just church like the church that christ founded at pentecost when he called down the holy spirit into um to imbue those that were um, around him which were his apostles and uh that was the church you know whenever the church started which is whenever we become part of the church is when we receive the holy spirit within us and we are in fellowship with one another um that is the church and for however many years till 15 it was 1512, 1515 AD that Martin Luther threw those uh, complaints up that it was the church. Um, and uh, it also says, "Oh, um, well, it was, uh, let me look it up. Let me look, let me look. Oh, I can't see. But it was, uh, I think it's in John that it's um, Christ is saying that whoever does not eat of my body and drink of my blood shall not be entered in the kingdom of heaven that's just a part of um, communion. If you don't take communion with your church, um, you are not entered in the kingdom of heaven. And I've taken communion um, many times before with my Baptist church, but they say it's just a symbol of, you know, the last supper and it's not actually um, taking of Christ's body and blood. And the way that the Catholics do it is they sanctify it. And I, I forgot what the, correct words for it so excuse me if i'm blaspheming against the abba father but i think they they uh i I think it's sancta i don't i don't really remember but they they have a prayer to where they turn um the bread and the wine that they provide into christ's body and blood now it's it's sounds crazy but that's why i think that the um catholic tradition is actually correct there because it's not just a symbol you know christ used it as a symbol back in the day but when he says that he when he gives his body and he gives his blood to you um that's not just a symbol um because he gave that to us right on the cross and so um and then uh, there's one other point oh yeah also uh having a hierarchy structure and a hierarchy doctrine and a, an authoritarian um, doctrine um, that's also when uh, christ made peter the uh the first pope or the you know not really pope but i would say the first high priest when he was the first high priest of the church and he got brutally you know, flayed and then you know turned upside down but he was the first high priest and uh I feel like there there's no there's no sound doctrine as to what um, Protestants have to follow because they're just mass evangelicals, um, while the Catholic Church actually has a reason as to why everything is being done, and um, I I feel like that's that's just the way to go because that's what that's what Christ laid out for us, you know, and uh, I it's just uh, I've I, I'm only a very entry level. Um, human on this stuff i i don't actually know all of the um things that's why i bought these books to uh under try to understand it more and hopefully i will maybe hopefully i'm not i don't sound like a blabbering idiot when i'm making these podcasts hopefully in the next coming months or so you can see there there might be some improvement in there um that would that would would be pretty cool um so yeah um those are the two things um those are the books you know working out and reading um not only um just reading those books but i'm also in luke right now i haven't read it for a couple of days just because i've been reading um some other stuff and just uh, contemplating on verses um so yeah i've been reading i read uh, mark last week yeah last week so reading luke today not today Yeah, you know, this week and then next week hopefully i can get into romans because i've been i've been itching to read romans again might read acts again too just because acts and romans are just beautiful books so just um, very very good lessons to learn and to help um, teach Um, i think it's very very important um, that we we not only you know the reason why we learn the gospel is to you know one day teach it to another person and plant that seed in them so that they weigh They may, uh, you know, grow to harvest a hundredfold. And uh, for the uh, harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. So we must uh, be attentive, be ready for the harvest and ready for those who are ready to plant, ready for those who are ready to sow. Uh, So, yeah, um, I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Hopefully you guys have some... uh, Question Any questions, any comments, any ways that I can make this uh, more engaging instead of just me just rambling on and on over random stuff? If you have any trouble with audio, uh, just give me an email at jfarleyj223 that is jfarleyj223 at gmail.com. I will be replying if anybody ever says "Here's this, but uh, hey, just uh, thank you so much. Um, for tuning in, and uh, hopefully next time we can uh, talk with a little bit more direction. I'll uh, hopefully just pl- have planned out so this podcast doesn't stay on for like a million and a half light years. <laughs> but anyways, alright. You guys take care and uh, I will see you guys in the next one. Take care. Here comes the sun doo-doo-doo. Here comes the sun and I say It's alright